And we are live. Hello and welcome to the Beyond a Doubt edition of the Benefit of the Doubt podcast. Our next guest on the podcast is the editor-in-chief of ReviewGeek.com. And indeed, he's been working in the How-To Geek family for over five years. And before he that, he wrote for Android Police for another five years. In addition to being a self-made geek, he's a musician, Bulls fan, and avid cyclist. And he's taking time out to join us here today. Cameron Summerson, welcome to the podcast. What's up, man? Glad to be here. It's fun. It's it, it's fun. And you know what? I, I think we just got to get this out of the way right now, Cam- and especially before we get any live watchers. Uh, but Cameron, you are the you are one of the very you're part of an elite group of editors that have fired me in the past. So I want to raise a raise a glass to you, sir. Um, you know what? And yeah. <laughs> No hard feelings, right? It happens. Yeah, well, you know, it, it, we just weren't on the same wavelength. I mean, is what it boils down to. Nah, and, yeah. you know, that's that's the nature of freelancers is like, you know, you get and lose gigs like all the time and you just kind of kind of roll with that. Yeah, so, I mean, there, um, there are certain, even as an editor, like there are certain freelancers you just click with and then there are others that's like, eh, you know, I don't think this is exactly what I'm looking for. And that's, yeah, yeah. That's well, just how I, these things I, go. I read once that hiring is guessing, firing is knowing. So, hey, you, know um, you know, yeah. yeah. And, and you know, like I said, we just weren't on the same wavelength. Totally cool. No hard feelings. But I still, I kind of giggle to myself about that whenever I, uh, whenever we have like a Twitter, a Twitter interaction or something. It's just like, <laughs> you know, it's, I just, uh, you know, it's, it's just fun. So um, you are the editor in chief of Review Geek, which is awesome because when I got there for my, month and a half tenure or whatever i think you were still managing editor and you have moved up in the world since then so congratulations on that thank you um you'd already booted me out of slack so i couldn't say congratulations when it happened um but i can say it now because you're on you're in my world now cam but uh no it's, it's funny it's funny because like you know you and i we have a few things uh that we that we have share in common, and I think actually, well, I think one of the reasons that you did fire me was because you are a huge Bulls fan. You're representing right now, wearing the Bulls shirt, and I live in Chicago and do not give a shit about the Bulls. <laughs> so you know, it's funny. I, like everyone who who meets me, and I mean, I obviously I wear it on my sleeve. Like I'm a Bulls fan. I tweet about the Bulls. I love the Bulls. You know, everybody's like, "Oh, you from Chicago?" I'm like, "Nah, man, I've never been to Chicago in my life." <laughs> So it's like, yeah, it's that's a bucket list thing for me. It's like one of these days I, I want courtside at a Bulls game. So, OK, it's it, one right. of these days. One of these days it'll happen. I would say I would help you with that. But I, I honestly have no idea how to even buy tickets. <laughs> but I mean, but no, I mean, like even your Twitter profile still has like a gigantic, um, you know, Bulls uh, Bulls logo on it as the as the banner. So, um, you know, hey, you do wear it on your sleeve, and I respect that. I don't get it, but I respect it. <laughs> you know, it's weird, man, because, like, it's like long before I did anything with tech, like when I was just a little kid, I was obsessed with basketball. Okay, to, to put this into perspective, I'm 5'6", okay? I'm a short-ass okay. white dude obsessed with basketball. So, like, when I was a kid, man, I was the shortest, scrawniest kid in my class obsessed with basketball. And so you're basically uh, Woody Harrelson then. Yeah, no, that's that's exactly <laughs> okay. it. That's exactly it. I was obsessed with basketball. And of course, you know, this is the 90s and just Michael Jordan and the Chicago right. Bulls, you know, I mean, every, right. the world was captivated. 
And I've been a yeah. Bulls fan ever since. I mean, ever since. Just just stuck I've, with them. I mean, that that was an amazing run in the 90s, but it's pretty much been crap since then. So <laughs> It so has. It so has, man. I know. It's been, uh, oh, man, ups and downs. Mostly but I'm downs. not one to talk. I'm a Cubs fan. So, I mean, <laughs> we had one year. <laughs> we had one <laughs> freaking year. And then, like, everything's all blown up now. So, but, like, you know, Cliff and Ryan, they're both big basketball fans. So, I'm tangentially aware that basketball exists. But beyond that, um, you know. Indeed it does. I know I could, yeah. I could, with all the moves that were made in the offseason, I could probably spend the next hour just talking about the Bulls. But I'm not going to. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that because I will quit. I will hit end broadcast so fast. I mean, but like, I'm I'm repping, I, I'm repping the bull shirt. It's the old school Christmas Day Joakim Noah jersey. Well, shirtsy, whatever. But I'm repping it because I'm so excited for next season. So, oh yeah, okay. I'm, I am now. Right. Yeah. Okay, basketball is not being played right now. Okay, that's good to know. <laughs> it is the off season. Yes. Yeah, it's the okay. off season. So we're good. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I, I am a Blackhawks fan, so they play in the same spot. So they do. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty close. Have but, you ever seen uh, like anyway. a, a transition of the United Center from hockey to basketball? I've seen it on YouTube. Like, yeah, they do the time lapse thing. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty what, cool. So cool, man. So cool. It's just it just blows my mind how they could turn like a basketball court into a hockey arena and vice versa. Super, mm-hmm. super cool. The time lapse is dope. I saw um, the one time the Blackhawks were. I think it was just. Uh, I think it was just a normal regular season for them. But they had. Um, they had. The Rolling Stones. I think it was was playing at the United Center, and the it was like a three night tour. And the Blackhawks had games like during the day, so like they had to like set up the stage. Take it all down. Take out the wood flooring, so you got back. You got the ice back, and what? then like after the game was over, they had to. It was it was like seriously like three days, and and I believe it was only planned to be two days. And I think the Rolling Stones actually extended their run here by an extra night. And like I just remember Blackhawks fans going like completely ape shit because it's like are we ever going to have a chance to play our games or like well you know I, I don't remember if it was the rolling stones or it was like right in the peak of like the the blackhawks dynasty and it would, ha- it would have like, to be somebody yeah. huge to get that level of attention in the middle of hockey season oh it would yeah. have to be yeah, somebody yeah. the size of the stones that's that's fucking mm-hmm. cool though that's that's wild it, it is it is most of the time when um, stuff like that happens they plan away games when they know somebody's mm-hmm. going to be at the arena anyway that's cool. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. So I, I remember reading about it and I was just like, oh, that's in, that's completely insane. And I might have actually seen like a time lapse of them like setting, taking down the Rolling Stones stage and converting over. But uh, anyway, so yeah, it's it's um, it's a little bit a uh, little bit of fun. So and, um, you know, another thing that you and I have in common is cycling you much more than me. Uh, because, you know, I weigh 300 pounds and you don't. Uh, so, uh, but you know, I, it was, it was a goal of mine this summer to try to ride a century. That is not going to happen. Um, I've never done it. Um, I've gotten the farthest I've ever gotten is like 40 miles, which I did actually earlier this summer. Um, 
And I had an amazing pair of headphones while I did it. Um, just did a review of them. Uh, but uh, but like, how did you get into cycling? Because I know I know it's been a part of your life for a long time now. Yeah. So this this is actually one of my favorite stories, um, just Ooh. because of of how much how much it means to me and what like what cycling has done for literally my whole family. So basically, I guess before I was ever a rider, I. Uh, I just did, I did like maintenance based jobs and I walked around a lot and I was about the size, probably a little bigger than I am now. I probably weighed around 160 back then. And when I okay. started riding, when I, when I went on, uh, started with Android police, um, I literally went from walking probably 10 miles a day to sitting on my ass at a computer. And this happened, that was in April. Um, I don't even remember what year now, but it, that was in April. So then when winter came back around, I had gained a bunch of weight and I kept gaining. So anyway, at my peak, I got up to about 210 pounds. Like I said earlier, I'm five, six. And right. um, my, my wife was like, I remember one time she bought me this jacket and it was too small. It was, uh, it was a large. And I was like, I wish it was an extra large. And she said, I wish you were a large. And I was like, Okay, it's time to do something about this. Oh, yeah! Wow. So I like her. Yeah, no, oh yeah, dude. She's, she's, yeah, man. She does not bullshit, and that's that's like she she speaks her mind, and I I love it. So anyway, um, fast forward probably a couple of years, she actually bought me a bike. Well, I tried. I bought a bike. I bought like a couple of cheap bikes, and they were never comfortable or anything with the goal of losing yeah. weight. Anyway, I got rid of them, and she bought me a nice bike, like my first nice bike. Um, it was a specialized, just like a hybrid style bike, nothing like what I ride now. But anyway, that was the whole goal was like, oh, I'm going to lose weight. And I was like I said, I was about 210 pounds. And um, I got down to about 170, 180, 170, 180. I can't remember exactly. But okay. my my youngest son was diagnosed with kidney failure. Right. Mm. So and and he went on dialysis. He was three years old. Right. Three years old complete kidney failure, went on dialysis and they said, Hey, he's going to need a transplant. And immediately my wife and I, we just knew like, we didn't even have to say it. It was just, she, we knew that would be me. So yeah. that, that was my motivation. I had already started losing weight. I was probably about 180 when it happened. Cause I had lost about 30 pounds and I was like, okay, okay, now it's time to get in, in the best shape I've ever been in. And that's, that's really, it started out as I need to lose weight. And then it turned into I need to donate a kidney to my son. And yeah, I really need to lose weight. Yeah. I really need so. to lose weight. And so by the time okay. he was on dialysis for three years, three and a half years. And when, um, when I went in to donate the kidney, I was 135 pounds. So nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. And was that pretty much just cycling or I, I imagine there was some diet changes in there as yeah, well? Yeah, it, it was mostly just calorie counting. I mean, that was it. I just, okay. I, I ate the same stuff. I just ate less of it. And that was, mm. that, that was pretty much Yeah, it. that's it the was, part I have trouble with. No, and I, no <laughs> believe me, man, I, I understand that because I remember when I first, before he was diagnosed, when I was first trying to lose weight, for the first like probably three weeks, I wasn't losing anything and I was hungry mm -hmm. all the time. Mm. And I was just so irritable. And then finally, things, it's like once the weight started coming off, it started to just melt. I mean, it was just yeah, your, nonstop. Your body was like, oh, I'm good at this. Let's keep doing this. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, and, and okay. that was it, you know. And there, of course, there have been a ton of, like, progression since then. Like I said, I started on the hybrid-style bike, and now I'm on. I've got a couple of road bikes. Well, a road bike and a gravel bike. And uh, I still nice. track calories. I still – now I don't do it as much to track calories, but I track my macros because I'm particular about what I take in. 
So okay. yeah, it was it was a total lifestyle change um, at that point, and now it's just I'm just I'm still completely obsessed with it. But I, you know, I'll tell you, and uh, it's something I probably don't talk about that much, but. There was this point where, you know, you spend, I spent so much time being completely motivated and completely driven to lose all the weight so I could donate the kidney. And -hmm. after I did, I lost all motivation because I was like, where do I go from here? You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't have a rooting interest anymore. (laughs) Yeah. And that was, man, that was, that was a, that was a weird time. That was a weird time for me, but I got the motivation back. I found other reasons like to keep going. Cause you know, it's like. He's nine now. I got to stay healthy for him. And I yeah. want him to see that, that work ethic, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Oh, totally. So like, how do you, do you ride like every day or is it just on weekends or how does that, how do you usually do it these days? Yeah. So I'm, I'm usually a five to six day a week rider. Um, I spend most okay. of my time back here on this trainer. Um, I don't know if you can see it kind of behind me back here, but so oh, indoors, yeah. indoors, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, Friday, if I have time. Um, okay. sometimes I'll get outside. I usually work out early. Um, and I'll do that. I just do structured training most of the time indoors. And then on weekends, um, I'll just go out and just hammer it with, uh, with my friends, uh, go out and, you know, we'll, okay. we'll go out and do whatever 50, 60, whatever. Jesus. <laughs> wow. I, I rode like, I rode like, uh, a mile and a half today. I wanted to throw up by the time I got home uh, because I had to run out and do some like sample shots and I haven't ridden my bike. Um, my, my daughter actually is a gymnast and she fell and broke both of her arms um, about three weeks ago. And so like ever since then, like there hasn't been a whole lot of anything going on. Like, you know, we've just been, yeah, we've just been home and how old is she? She's 10. Oh man. That's rough. But, you know, I was just telling her today, I'm like, you know, she has been absolutely amazing throughout this whole thing. And like, uh, you know, she's just, you know, she's take it stoically, like, you know, kind of like I would. Um, so she gets that for me, like, you know, oh, I guess my arms are broken. I, nothing I can really do about that. So, you know, and she just and she's so fiercely independent. It's um, it's really rough because, you know, she wants to feed herself and she wants to, um, you know, put on her own clothes and like she you can't do that when you have two broken arms. So now, fortunately, the casts do not go past the elbow. So she still has like mobility. But like, you know, she's got like three fingers to work with if at best. On both Man, hands. how long is she going to so, be in the cast? Well, she's uh, she we're, we're going to go two more weeks and then we go into waterproof braces so she can go swimming again. Um, which will be nice. Um, but, uh, and unfortunately because of that, we had to cancel our vacation, which probably ended up, would have ended up getting canceled anyway, because both my wife and I turned up COVID positive a couple of weeks ago. So it's been an interesting, it's been an interesting month. (laughs) Um, but, uh, but yeah, so we were going to go to LA for two weeks and we ended up having to cancel that. So, um, you know, as I told the uh, folks on the podcast, the good news is more news for you. The bad news is less <laughs> drinking for Adam. <laughs> yeah, so, no, man, yeah. that's that's rough, man. You guys have had a had a rough patch there, broken arms. It, yeah, it, it's been a it's been a rough patch, but uh, you know, again, stoically, we just kind of move on. You know, stiff upper lip, as my as my mom would say. Man, but, I, um, I know what that's like. You, uh, yeah. you either, you know, you sit around and dwell in it or you say, okay, how, what are we going to do now? Yeah. Right. So what we did was we just planned our new year's, uh, new year's vacation to Disney. So there we go. Oh, um, dude. you know, just that's, take that's the money awesome. and 
Yeah, reallocate it. So that's um, that's, that's killer. Yeah, Dis- yeah Disney so that's in gonna Florida be or Disney in California? In Florida. Okay, so in the Florida, real Disney. So. The real Disney, yeah. <laughs> I got some California and, people out there hating me right now. And actually, funny story, do you remember when the internet completely lost its crap like two weeks ago? Like it went down, basically the entire internet went down for about an hour. I do. I was, uh, I was actually making our reservations for Magic Kingdom on New Year's Eve when that happened. <laughs> so like I, I would get to like a certain point where it'd be like, okay, put in your passes. I'm like, I can't put in my passes. What's going on? I'm, I'm oh, going to mess man. this. It's going to be terrible. Yeah. So that's, that's interesting <laughs> because when all that was going down, when, when DNS took fucking everything down, I was, um, I was actually dealing with a bunch of RCS issues on, oh, on my fine. phone. Yeah. So I actually, I wrote, Oh about yeah. That. I read your, I read your piece on that. I, I wrote about, yeah, I was at cricket when that happened. Cause that's, that's my carrier. I use cricket wireless and I was like trying to explain it to them and they didn't understand what the fuck I was talking about. And I'm like, right. You know what? Let me just get a new SIM card. We'll try that. And, uh, and yeah, there he's like, Oh man, my system is down. So yeah, that's, Oh, fun. Okay, fun so that's one of those things where you remember where you were. But um, <laughs> actually, not coincidentally, shortly after your piece came out, I got assigned a piece over at um, Android Central about how to disable RCS when you're switching your phones. So, hey, <laughs> you know be, what? Uh, that, that, that's great. Make sure you mention the link where you can disable it online. Yeah. Yeah, because definitely. That, Actually, is is there a link? Because I thought when you wrote your piece, you said there wasn't any way to do that. No, that's the thing. There wasn't. Oh, well, there was, okay. but I didn't know about it. So this is this is ah, the interesting okay. thing. It was. This is one of the reasons why I love writing stuff about that. Like because. Let me get a pen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally. Okay, so it's like um, I wrote about it. And then I had a couple of people message me, hey, man, did you know about this? Well, obviously, I didn't know about this, but they were just being polite. I would have been like, you fucking dumbass. Here's the link. Anyway, right. they they uh, they were like, did you know about this? And I'm like, no, I didn't know about this. So anyway, it's, um, hold on, I'll, I'll let you, I think it's like messages.google.com slash, oh, God, what is it? Disable, disable chat. Anyway, I'll find the link. I'll send it to you. So anyway, you know, this, I just realized I just realized you're recording this anyway, so I don't even have to write it down. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll have to send you the link because I don't remember it off the top of my head. But um, yeah, essentially, like it's it's a page where it walks you through how to disable it on your phone. But then at the bottom of the page, it's like, hey, if you don't have your phone, put in the phone number and we'll disable. We'll send you a code and then disable it. So oh, nice. Make sure you mention that in your piece because definitely will. I didn't find it. Literally, dude, I'm, I'm not even lying when I say I spent hours trying to fix this and I talked to Google and no mm-hmm. one told me about this link. I didn't know it existed. So yeah, I'm glad I wrote the piece because now I know. Um, yeah, so, I'm glad you wrote the piece because now I know. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. We all benefit. So I'm, I'm yeah. actually writing a piece for How To Geek now about how to do this, even though it's the first piece I've written for specifically for How To Geek in two years. Since I took over wow. running Review Geek, but um, I'm working on that. I actually finished that up today. But um, so what you're saying is, when you fired me, it broke you because <laughs> you fired me about two years ago. So I'm just, uh, you know, it, it can't be a coincidence. I'm just saying. Well, that was um, that was yeah. Actually, we launched a third site at that point. Is what it is. And the the editor, oh, okay. the editor in chief at the time of Review Geek um, was moved over to the new site. It's Life Savvy, LifeSavvy.com. Yep. It's like a like a life hacker style site. 
And um, so he was moved over to that. And then they were like, hey, you know what? You you should take over this one. And I'm like, okay. So that's kind of how that We have a out. spot. Yeah. So, which nice. was like, man, why don't we bring the, the guy who used to work for a gadget blog over to take care of our gadget blog? So there you go. There yeah. you go. And, you know, we're 20 minutes in and we barely talked about tech. So let's, uh, why don't we transition over a little bit? Let's talk about um, tech. Now, I. I know, I know you and I both have are privy to embargoed informations, but we'll, uh, you know, we can definitely tap dance around that. Um, but I wanted to talk about uh, Samsung Unpacked next week um, Ooh, because yeah. that's uh, that's coming up. And actually, by the time that this goes out on the podcast feed, it'll have already passed. So uh, I wanted to get uh, some of your thoughts about what you might be looking forward to, and uh, you know, specifically, actually, I want to talk about the fan. Drive um, started by I didn't realize this at the time, but it was actually started by the website Sam Mobile, the uh, the Change.org petition to get Samsung to um, bring back the Note series in spring of 2022. Have you heard about this? I haven't heard about this. <laughs> so, so it's a yeah, it's a Change.org petition. And yeah. funny, uh, funny enough, if you Google like Change.org Samsung Note, there's actually like. 10 different petitions there about like people asking Samsung to do stuff with the notes because the, the note audience is nothing if not rabid. Oh, um, but anyway, I believe that. So yeah. yeah. So the last time I checked, they had over 20,000 signatures um, asking Samsung to um, adopt the, because you know, Samsung canceled the note this, this year because of the chip shortage. So they're asking Samsung to put out a note 22 or 21 or whatever instead of the Samsung Galaxy S21 next spring. So basically just kind of like sub in the note as opposed to the normal flagship. And um, I was just kind of, I wanted to kind of get your take on that because um, it's a fan petition, so it probably won't amount to anything, but it's still fun to talk about. I mean, I I want to see some, some proof of when a change.org petition has ever done anything, any made any difference, but You are not wrong, sir. (laughs) I mean, seriously, it's like these things are literally just like they're literally just jerk off sessions for fanboys. Right. (laughs) I mean, that's that's it. I've probably pissed a lot of people off right now. And I apologize if this is supposed to be more family friendly than that. But um, I mean, when it comes to like the note versus the at this point, when the note was born, there was a reason for the note to exist. Mm -hmm. Well, now here we are. Flagship phones are huge. They're powerful. Oh, yeah. There's no reason not to bring the two together. There is no reason for the Note to exist alongside the S series if they can bring the S Pen to the S series. Like right, which which they've already done. They just haven't garaged it. That <laughs> and I think I think for Note users that's the big deal. I'd like to know like the percentage of Note users who actually use the S Pen. Like mm-hmm. I, I imagine it's, it's probably a small percentage, a small but vocal percentage. Yeah, yeah, very, very, probably, definitely vocal. I mean, vocal is never a question, but yeah, I mean, I would imagine that, like, I would imagine a lot of power users just buy the Note because it's like, you know, the powerful phone that Samsung makes. And yeah, it's probably a fairly small subset of users that actually use the S Pen. And like, you know, Samsung had the... What they had the they had they proed up the S Pen this year, didn't they? Didn't they yeah. have an S Pen and an S Pen Pro? Yeah. So um, you know, and but like the the problem is it only worked with the Ultra, 
and it only it it was uh, it wasn't garaged, you know. So you you would have to like carry it separately, which that's, that's in my in my world is a non-starter. I mean, that's like you know, once you... that is admittedly a problem. It really is the garage, oh, yeah. the garage for the S. Like, just bring the garage to the S series and call it a date. Like, even if yeah. you only do if you do like an S twenty two Ultra with the garage, and that's the only one. There's yeah. your there's that that appeases the no fans. Like to me, it's like. Bring the S Pen to the to the S series, and also the new foldables. Well, at least the the fold, not the Z Flip. That doesn't make any sense. The new fold make it garaged because that thing's huge could, anyway. You know, couldn't you? I wonder. Couldn't you do like an S twenty two? I guess it would be next year. An S twenty two plus, and then couldn't you do a like a Note? Like, couldn't that be like the Ultra? Uh, literally. It's semantics at this point. It's the same. Yeah. It's the same thing with a different name. I mean, and yeah, right. exactly. Do S twenty one, S two, or I'm sorry, S twenty two, S twenty two plus, or whatever they end up calling it. Who knows? They skip numbers. All yeah, S twenty two plus, and then Galaxy, you know, a Galaxy Note, a new ga- Galaxy Note twenty two, or whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's I mean, I- literally, really, same. You know, it's it's the same thing with a different name. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So. I, I understand the passion of Note users, though. It's just like, if you have this product that you love passionately, and that's, that's one of my biggest fears with any product that I use that I absolutely love, is what happens if this gets discontinued? I mean, One day a, it might go away, yeah. Yeah, and it's a legitimate fear. I mean, it's just like, you know, I'm a diehard, absolutely vocal diehard Pixel user. I, I have yeah. been since the literally the Galaxy Nexus. And... Mm-hmm. Obviously, we've seen now that Google is really going all in with the new Pixels and going for this premium, this premium range. And that's great. What happens in two years if that doesn't work out for them? Do they kill the Pixel? That's a legitimate fear of mine because I don't know where I'd go from there. Dude, even if it does work out for them, do they kill the Pixel? This is Google we're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) That is so fair. That is so fair. Um, You are absolutely right. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, like, you you never know with any Google product what's going to last and what's going to go away just you know, because, yeah. That's true, because I have the same fear of Keep. I use Keep religiously every single day, every single day. I've, I've actually since kind of moved away from Keep for certain tasks, and I actually use pen mm-hmm. and paper now. It's, it's, it's oh, weird. Wow. Okay. I've, gone, I've gone backward, but, uh, well, I say backward, but it's just like I've, I started using a bullet journal. And um, I it, I literally like live my entire life in it now, and uh, it's just I mean I don't I'm not much of a note taker, but I do keep things in keep like the you know the my parents' Wi-Fi password and stuff like that right. because you know I mean, and and I'm sure you're familiar with this pain, but you know you and I switch phones a dozen times a year, so like every time you go over, I'm like oh wait I need to sign onto the Wi-Fi again, and it's another twelve ca- random characters. So yeah, I just I drop that into Keep just so I can you know copy and paste. Yeah, it over, I, I use it a lot for for stuff and and for like long term things that I need to know exactly where they are, and it's just like. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm like, what happens when Google kills Keep? Because I expect it's going to happen one of these days because it's like they'll randomly throw Keep a bone and then they don't do anything else with it for who knows how <laughs> yeah. long. Beware of the next update to Keep and then like we'll all start panicking because like they're going to update it and then they're going to they're like they're going to push out the update and then they're going to look at it and be like, wow, no one's really using this. Let's just kill it. And yeah, I mean, and, and it's we'll legitimately screwed. I use it every day of my life. So it's yeah. Yeah, there's so I, I understand where note users are coming from with this sudden like almost panic. Like, oh, this product that I love is going oh, sure. away. Yeah. 
I get yeah, it. Yeah, totally. Totally. So, um, of so what we what we have coming next week is I think we've got the the new fold, we've got the new flip, we've got the new watch, um, I think a new pair of buds if I remember correctly, yeah. and then um, oh I want to say there's one other thing, there's one other device that's coming. But uh, anyway, any of those uh, blowing up your skirt? Any? Oh, any man, any the of watch. Those you looking? It's the, the watch, watch for me. Okay. It's the watch for me. So it's. This is twofold. I'm a smartwatch. I love smartwatches. One of my favorite okay. pieces of technology. I just, I, I feel like it makes a meaningful impact in the life of people who wear them. I mean, maybe, maybe it's to a small extent, but. Oh, actually, maybe it's, as you're saying that, I notice you're wearing two of them right now. So, oh, well, so uh, I have, yeah, Garmin here and Whoop here. So, um, okay. But yeah, so the, but I, I've been, I used to be a Fitbit user and, um, I always run Garmin on my bikes. My head units for years have been Garmin's. I mean, I, I literally have right here, the, the Garmin edge 530, and that's what I use on the head unit. And, um, but I was a Fitbit. I wore Fitbit for my watch because it did everything I wanted to do. And it's just like that lifestyle tracking that's really appealing to me. And Mm -hmm. when Google bought Fitbit, I was like, I didn't have good feelings about it. And I don't know <laughs> if I, I don't know if I do now either. Um, I was right. pretty vocal about that on Twitter. So you may have, you may have seen it at the time, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, it was more than six months ago, so I wouldn't know anymore. Would I? <laughs> That's true. It's gone now, <laughs> but yeah. So I, it, when, when that happened, I was like, okay, it's, I was wearing a, a Fitbit Versa and I was like, it's time for a new watch. And that's when I switched to Garmin. I went, with the uh, the Garmin Venue, and then I have the Venue Two, and now I'm wearing a Forerunner. But I love smartwatches, love them. Um, one of my favorite product categories. I, I just love everything about it. Well, not everything, but I I, I really like them. So I'm really interested to see this marriage between Android Wear, or I'm sorry, Wear OS. I'm old school. Wear OS, yeah. Fitbit, and Tyson because. For a brief time, I switched from the Fitbit and I went to the um, Galaxy Watch Active 3 and I really, really liked Tizen. I really liked Tizen. Um, I think for Android users, it was the best smartwatch, just general smartwatch that any Android user could buy. So I'm I'm interested to see. So now I'm excited for this new watch because I'm excited to see this this marriage between the ecosystems and I imagine it's going to be a complete shit show, but I'm, <laughs> I'm excited nonetheless, you know? Right. No, I, and actually I, that was, that was going to be my next question is what, how are you feeling about this marriage between like Google and Samsung? Because some people are like really excited about it and other people are just like, oh, that's probably not great. Like, no, I'm both. Like, I'm both. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, you're, no, you're like the Bulls fan of these of these smartwatches. Gotcha. Okay, <laughs> you're excited about it, but you know it's probably not going to be that good. Okay? No, yeah, that, that's exactly it. I'm excited, but I'm I remain um, skeptical because first of all, there had there have been no details. Nobody shared like Samsung, Google, Fitbit. Well, Google and Fitbit are basically the same now. So Samsung and Google right. basically have not shared anything meaningful about this. Like when they announced it, I had so many questions and there are no answers to those questions. So, <laughs> but, but I'm, I remain skeptical, but that is my, that's my default nature anyway, is to remain skeptical, but I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see if they could pull it off. Like to me, it's Tizen was so good. And now Samsung is going to ditch Tizen, but they're going to bring all that stuff 
to to Wear OS, um, yeah. which, is, which is fascinating to me because Tizen was clearly the superior OS um, between them. I don't know if you've ever used a Tizen watch or... I've, I've Actually, I've got my Watch 3. It's, it's in my other workspace, so I don't have it here. But I, So when I was going to LA, I switched over to the uh, Mi Band 5 okay. because I wanted, I wanted something that would last like, you know, three or four days without having to charge it, and the Galaxy Watch does not do that. But I have a Watch 3 um, that, uh, that I wear, that I was wearing before that. Um, I've also been testing out, uh, my review for the TCL 20 Pro is dropping this week. So since I've been off of Samsung, I haven't been using the Samsung watch. Um, but I'll probably get back to it at some point. So you, do you like Tizen? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, it's better than, it's better than Wear OS. <laughs> I mean, what is it? that's a, that's a low bar. <laughs> I understand. Bar. Um, yeah. I've never had the chance to use Fitbit. Uh, my wife has, um, but I've used a number of other. I had the Wise Watch for a while. I had, uh, you know, oh, I had a man. couple of fitness bands. Um, I, and and actually, uh, credit where it's due. Um, uh, re- was it Review Geek or How To Geek? I don't remember, but your one of your sites, um, you know, kind of showed everybody like the vast difference between the two different Wise Watches, with the help of benefit of a doubt. I, I would like with, to point with out with the help. Yeah, so, absolutely. That was yeah. that was on Review Geek. Yeah, that was uh, okay. my, my guy Josh. Um, my that's my main man. Josh is my right hand man. Um, mm-hmm. I honestly shout out to Josh because I don't know what I'd do without him. But uh, he he noticed these differences, and we went looking. Or I say we he he went looking. He went digging yeah. and, and we found him and and yeah yeah man the Wise Watch though what a what a crazy situation that was I actually really it love the was. Wise Watch I'm not even gonna lie for twenty bucks it's just like it's killer oh yeah it's killer see like the thing I like about it is you know that it is so good for so little but the reason it's kind of a deal breaker for me is because I couldn't get consistent notifications on it at all like Ooh, I would yeah. I would wear the watch all day and like around 8 o'clock at night I would just get this flood of notifications that I'd gotten throughout the day and I'm just like well that's not helpful now no. <laughs> so, that's, that's you know, interesting. so like that was my biggest criticism of it so which okay so which watch and which phone where you use it at the time? Ooh, uh, I had the 47 inch Wise Watch, the 47 millimeter, I should say, 47 inch. Wow, <laughs> what si- time is it's it? It's the size uh, of a fucking TV. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so no, 47 millimeter, and uh, let's see. This was in March, so that probably would have been that would have been probably Samsung Ultra t- territory. That's fascinating. Samsung S20. Yeah. You, do you think it had anything to do with the memory management on the Samsung, like kind of muting the wise? Probably. In the back, that, it very because well might have. I didn't have any issues with that. I reviewed both. I have I have basically a mega review of both watches on the okay. site. It's, it's basically like on Review Geek. It's like Wise Watch. Which one should you buy? Um, wise Watch. Link in the show notes. So <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, and it's 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 pretty in depth with both watches. I spent a lot of time with both of them. Um, and I didn't have that issue with either one of them, but, and it's, I see why some people wouldn't like it. Like it's not everybody's cup of tea. I mean, for 25 bucks though, it's like, it's It's it's, hard to not be your cup of tea. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's the type of thing where, and you know, this is the exact reason I bought it was, it was like, and if it sucks, 
who cares? It's 20 bucks. No, that's um, exactly what and, I was going to say. It's throwaway money. It's like, that's, yeah. that's just, that's impulse buy money. It's great for people. It's like, I don't know if I'd benefit from a smartwatch. Buy the wise watch. If you like it, mm-hmm. you can move on to bigger and better things. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. I, uh, so the way it worked out for us was Cliff and I both got the wise watch. We both got the same size. Um, and digital trends asked me if I wanted to review it for them because wise actually sent out retail units before review units because like they didn't have enough <laughs> to seed everybody. So like, since yeah. I had bought one, I got mine. And so my editor at digital trends was like, do you want to review it here? I'm like, uh, well, I could review it for my site and not get paid or I could review it for you and get paid. That sounds good. <laughs> um, so, so that that's, and then, so then cliff ended up doing the review, uh, the wise watch review for benefit of a doubt. So it worked out quite nicely. Yeah, so. no, that's, that's, that's great. Yeah, no, he, shout out to Cliff for sure for helping us out too. With yeah, the, uh, yeah. With, he's uh, a, with the he's differences. He's a good dude. Because we had the 44 and he had the 47 and he came through for us big time. So yeah, shout out to him. We gave him a shout out in that post, but I'm going to give him a shout out here too for that. that yeah, was, that's uh, right. That was, Co-producer Cliff. Yeah, it was big, big moves. Um, okay, so uh, I, I'm sorry, I kind of derailed the conversation there. Oh, one, one thing I wanted to ask you was, and this actually is kind of a good transition over from the Wines Watch. Have you had the occasion to try out an Apple Watch? So yeah, I, I have. I um, I have. I have an iPhone, um, and okay. I, I carry. So both my my main phones right now, uh, Pixel Five and iPhone 12 Mini. Um, and I carry them both. I use them both. I don't use the iPhone as much, but yeah. So anyway, long story short, I have, it's a series three and I haven't worn it in a really long time. Um, okay. I got the series three when it was the newest. So it's like, mm. I've had it for a while, but yeah, no, I, yeah. I did. I did wear the Apple watch. I wore it exclusively for probably two months. And that was sort of in between my transition between Fitbit and whatever the hell I was going to go to at the time. Um, okay. But I did. Yeah. Okay, so um, now it's been my opinion, and this is with, I've never actually had the chance to wear an Apple Watch, but just from the demos and just from, you know, anecdotally speaking to people that have used the the, the uh, Apple Watch, rather, it's been like kind of my Mount Rushmore of smartwatches. Like it's it's probably, if not number one, it's certainly top three. Um, yeah. where, where do you feel it falls in that uh in that Man. category, since you're since you're the aficionado, let's uh, so tap that's, the expert. That's actually a solid question because it's like this. There's this weird, um, this weird sort of like oh, I don't even know what to call it. It's just like there's there are smartwatches, and when it when it comes to smartwatches, period, just smartwatches, the Apple Watch is the best. There's just no question. But then you get okay. into, you get into fitness watches. And the mm. Apple Watch tries to be a fitness watch, but it is also a really good smartwatch. So it's a really good smartwatch, and it's a not quite as good fitness watch. It's a decent mm. fitness watch. It's a good fitness watch for people getting started. But when you get more serious about fitness, it's 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 just like it's just not. Yeah, it's not there. Yeah. it's like I always find it amusing when, like in the Apple keynote, when they're announcing the new um, the new Apple Watch or the new the new OS uh, Watch OS version. And all these new features, yeah. they show these people working out and running and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, nobody uses it like that. Like, <laughs> maybe some, very few people do. But, like, I know runners and I know cyclists and I know serious athletes and not a damn one of them uses an Apple Watch. 
we all really? wear okay. garments. We all wear garments. I mean, it's just yeah, like yeah. That that's sound. Yeah, that's that tracks with what I've heard. Yeah, so. I mean, and that's and that's actually, you know what? Now that you mention it, I think maybe it was Daniel Bader from Android Central tweeted that in the last Apple event. I think he tweeted almost that exact same thing, and I'm like, it's so true. It's so true. Okay. So and um, if I remember correctly, uh, you and I had a conversation on Twitter about um, like health data, yeah. and um, because I, I I don't remember what the impetus of that was. You said something about like you know like nobody uses uh, nobody should use a smartwatch for health data because it's not going to be as accurate as you know, what you get from like, you know, medical data. And obviously you're coming from, you're coming at it from a place where, you know, your son obviously needs to very carefully track like every damn thing that's happening with his body. So uh, totally coming from it, from that respect perspective. And I think I, I want to say I something, replied something like, well, isn't some data better than no data? And, and so I was, that was a great kind of, conversation. Maybe you could elaborate on that. Yeah. That was a great yeah. conversation. I, I, I appreciate, the you know the candidness there with that with that whole that whole thing like I like when I love actually when people fire back at me and call me out on stuff like that because it's like let's let's talk about it and and I, I yeah. enjoy those sort of conversations yeah so it's like to me inaccurate data is less useful than no data because okay so for example like I said I'm wearing whoop on this arm and I'm wearing a Garmin Forerunner 735 on this arm yeah. and at any given moment, these two will be giving me completely different heart rate numbers okay. at any given time. Um, like for my morning workout this morning, I think that my whoop said my max heart rate was 160 when I know for a fact my max heart rate was like 167. Now, that's a minor difference, right? Sure. That's, that's not sure. – for me, that's fine. This would be good enough. But when it really matters, when it really matters mm – -hmm. and th that's the thing – that's the key to me with all these like new wearables and the Apple watch. They're talking like, this is stuff you can provide to your doctor. Right. I want the highest accuracy, the most accuracy I can get because risk based heart rate is not going to be accurate. And that's really where everything hinges for me is your risk based yeah. heart rate. Because it's like, if I, I can take, see that, if I take an EKG, like if I think I'm having heart problems and I take an EKG, I damn sure want it to be reliable. I've never used a wrist-based heart rate model it would, that I would say it would better be better to have a false false positive than a false negative in that particular case. Yeah, I mean, and it's yeah. just like I just want reliable data. I would rather have mm -hmm. when it comes to real medical issues. I would rather have reliable data. I mean, I would rather have no data than irreliable data. Okay, you know? that makes sense. Because so what about if, um, what if, uh, say like a fitness tracker is consistently low, like you've got the Garmin, which, you know, as far as I know is like usually pretty damn accurate as far yeah. as, you know, your, your, your body's metrics are concerned. Yeah. What if you have a wrist, uh, a separate wrist tracker, like let's say the wise watch that is consistently 10% short. Like, you know, the Garmin says 160, the wise watch says 144, the Garmin says 150, the other one says 135. I mean, it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't having like the same type of inconsistency in the data still be slightly valuable because then you can say, well, my heart rate is 10% higher than it was last week. 
you know, because yeah. you could use it in like vague terms like that. I okay. Mean, obviously, that we're not going to the Mayo Clinic with that data, but still. <laughs> so you know what? That that's an interesting thing that you bring up because so I have I have two responses to that. One, I've <laughs> no, and two, I, well, no, hell no. I've, I've, <laughs> one, I've never seen I've never seen it be consistently like that. You know what I mean? Like you can't okay. put a number okay. on it. I've and I've tested so many different trackers and I compare them all to a chest strap. So that's, that's okay. like, cause that's always accurate, but, right. um, I've never seen like, Oh, it's, this one's always 15% low or this one's always 10%. I've never seen that sort of like hard number that I could apply to any of them. That's so said, if it's going to be wrong, it may as well be throwing darts at a board is what you're saying. Exactly. But here's the thing. Okay. And this is, this yeah. is one thing that I preach all the time with like any fitness tracker consistency. Consistency is important. Okay, so let's say I only let's just for example, let's say my forerunner is always it's it's never accurate, but I wear it all day, every single day. It'll always tell me what my resting heart rate is mm-hmm. according to it. So if it's inaccurate, it's always inaccurate. But then right. if let's say my resting heart rate goes from I think my normal resting heart rate is about 57 or 56. Let's say it says, hey, your resting heart rate is up to 61. Whether or not that's accurate, it doesn't matter because my resting heart rate is up. So, right. yeah, there is in that instance, I do think there's value in having inaccurate data because it still shows the trends. You can still see right. trends and trends. are Trends. Important. Yeah, that's that's the word that I've been struggling to find. That's yeah. actually a great point. That's a great point yeah. that you just brought up because trends are important. And that's something that I talk about when I talk about fitness trackers a lot are watching yeah. your trends because, yeah. yeah well, and it's also like, uh, you know, when they say, you know, your your mom can share your Apple Watch data with you so that you can see when your mom is trending up or when, you know, as I, as I said on the podcast, unapologetically, if your mom's heart rate is up or her breathing is quick, is that just a way for you to know that your mom is having sex? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I hope that that's really for like super, super oldsters. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, so, yeah. but I mean, like, uh, I think I think the what I respect about Apple is that at least they're making the effort within the confines of what they can provide to be a, a good resource for <clears throat> even if it is inconsistent medical data. You know, you can still see those trends, and you know, if and um, you know, I kind of wonder now that you've said all this, I kind of wonder like how much they're paying those doctors during the presentations to come on and say, yeah, we can use all this data and it's going to be really great. You know, honestly, I, yeah, I, I I think that I've had a lot of experience dealing with doctors and I think, have you? Okay. (laughs) I have, I have. Yeah. I mean, I, I literally, you know, I talk to them regularly, but um, I, I think that if I were to take Apple watch data and say, here's what the Apple watch said, every doctor I know would be like, eh, eh, Let's take some, let's take some, let's do some real tests. So, yeah. but, oh, uh, excuse me, doctor. I don't need the blood pressure cuff. I've got an Apple watch. <laughs> but you know what? I will say, I, I totally agree with you on what you said about the fact that they're, they're, they are, they're doing a good job of pushing every manufacturer to do, to do more. Mm-hmm. Like you can do more. And, and I like that too. I, I respect that. Even, even if it's not accurate, it's still consistent and it can still throw up red flags. Like, yes, there, there could be a potential issue. So, you know what? I, 
I I concede. I may have been complete. May have been. I may have okay. spoken spoken too harshly when I said it's useless because it's not. Right. If you track right. the trends, it is very very useful, regardless of if it's accurate or not. And I think also, uh, you know, one other thing that could be said about Apple and you know other fitness trackers in general is I think it's brought a general sense of awareness of yeah. overall body health to people that probably otherwise wouldn't really think about it all. Oh yeah. So, man. And I love yeah. that. I love that about it. Cause it's like, it's not just about tracking steps now. It's like, yeah. what's, you know, what's my resting heart rate? What's my breathing rate? How did I sleep? You know, these are all things that people should think about. I mean, I, yeah. I, these are things that I track religiously. I mean, I, I literally have been using like three sleep trackers just to compare the differences. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's part of the job, but you know, Right, it's right. Like, well, and I think the other thing is like, you know, not only not only steps, but also like standing up and walking around during your work day and getting in 60 minutes of elevated heart rate per day and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I, I think in general, yeah, it's it's it's, you know, hopefully as a society says the 300 pound fat guy that we're we're healthier as a society because of uh, because of all this. But, and but let's, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's obviously something that you're you're aware of. And you're talking about mm-hmm. it and you're like, hey, I want to ride my bike. And I mean, these things don't they don't happen overnight. They happen right. in small increments like that's Yeah, that's, which is so freaking frustrating. It is frustrating. <laughs> it's frustrating. But it's also like, you know, like I said, I was 210 pounds. I lost 70. Well, I, at one point I lost 75 pounds, which that was yeah. my absolute bottom end weight. And and now I stay around 145. But um these you have to set these small goals you know and and yeah. i love like fitness trackers help you set these small goals and smart watches they help you achieve these small goals like you you can't just look at the big picture when it comes to getting like health is not something that yeah. you can even look at in that perspective i mean it's just like i constantly strive to be better and that's all that's all yeah. you can really do and and the gamification of it, I know I don't know about you, but like for me, I know you know for a while I was like I was proud of the fact that I was like getting all three of those metrics in every day. Like you know, even if even if my watch would congratulate me literally just for standing up to my from my desk, going to the bathroom, and taking a crap, it would say, "Hey, you're moving around, congratulations!" And I'm just like, "Yeah, but you really don't know." Uh, so yeah, you you should no. really consider what you're congratulating me on before you do that um but still like and you know getting the you know the elevated heart rate and stuff like that and you know i used to i do that with um you know with bike biking when i can i do it with vr when i can i don't are you are you a vr guy i i don't recall no no not at all actually one of one of my new riders pitched a vr thing um uh is like painting vr in a positive light i was like you know what I approved the pitch and I'm like, your goal is to convince me because I think VR is bullshit. So let's do this. Ouch. Okay. <laughs> Try to keep the gloves up there a little bit, man. So, uh, I mean, honestly, as much of a VR head as I am, I'm di- I dig, uh, like, I have a very, very select few games that I, that I play on a consistent basis. But, um, you know, one thing that, uh, one thing that I think might, 
help swing naysayers for VR is uh, uh, Oculus is coming out with a new API where um, developers will be able to use the external cameras from the Oculus Quest in order to do more of a mixed reality experience as opposed to like a VR experience. I love AR. Um, and and yeah, and I, I dig that too. And what I'm hoping is that this is telegraphing that the Oculus Quest 3 is going to have much higher resolution exterior cameras that, that will really be able to take, that one, you know, that makes, that'll really So, you know, I, I should probably backtrack a little bit. My big thing with VR is that it just makes me sick. It makes me oh, sick. Oh, okay. So well, I yeah, get, that's the, then you have a very real reason to dislike. Yeah, it. I, I I get motion sick. I you know it's like I can ride roller coasters and junk like that, and it doesn't really bother me. But stuff like VR, yeah. it's just like that disconnect between what I'm seeing and what I'm feeling. It just uh, okay. It just out of does curiosity, not work um, what what VR headsets have you tried? I'm wondering oh, if there man. might have been a resolution issue. Or... It, it could have been. It's it's been a while. And have you done anything like an Oculus Quest or an I, HTC Vive or anything like that? So um, I don't know. Ooh, man, that's a good question. So it's like it was my the last one I tried was my my oldest son's stepdad. Right. So okay. was, I, I was hanging out with them and. Um, he's really big into, into games and like PC gaming and, uh, racing and VR. So he's okay. like, Oh dude, you got to check out the VR setup. And I'm like, let's do this. Um, yeah. I don't, I'd have to ask him though. Cause I don't, I don't even remember. Was it a PlayStation like, VR? Maybe no, no, was no. it running off a computer? No. Yeah. Okay. No, it definitely wasn't PSVR. So, but it, it was like, Oh man. I, was it tethered to a computer? I yeah. guess would probably yeah. be. Okay. In that case, it was probably high enough resolution that you don't have to worry about. Because, like, you know, I know back in the day, like, when Google Cardboard was out, that stuff yeah. would make me, like, nah. crazy. That yeah. stuff would make me sick. Um, and, uh, like, the you know, the other stuff, like the – what was the one that Samsung had that you the had Gear to, VR? like – The Gear VR. I have yeah, one. It was, like, headset. back there. I have a Gear. Oh, Okay. I have okay. the Oculus Go. I have Google Cardboard. I have all those in that cabinet back there. So I've tried all those. It's okay. I think the I think the the ones that are tethered to PC are significantly better. Oh yeah, they are. Yeah, there's significantly no question about that. better. And it, it's just <laughs> like like going going back to my my guy Josh that I was talking about earlier. Like he's he's the guy. Like when it comes to any of our VR stuff, I'm like, dude, that's all you. I don't know anything about yeah. anything. Yep. So yeah, we have a we have a couple guys um, over at Android Central, uh, Nick Nick Sutrick, and um, and myself. Oh, I know Nick. Um, yeah. yeah, we'll we'll constantly. Yeah, you're in the you're in the the the, the private group, but um, uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll harass Bader every now and then about like his terrible Beat Saber scores. Because uh, <laughs> 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 um, like, what was it the other? Uh, it was just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, there was a new song pack that was released by Beat Saber, and uh, Nick and I were talking about it, and uh, um, I, I I went over to I went over to my Slack chat with with Bader, and I said, by the way, Nick wanted me to tell you that like this song is like really easy in Beat Saber because it is, and <laughs> and he's just like, f you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I've never played Beat Saber. I, I feel like I should probably. I feel like I should. I, you know, I I did play some like zombie game because you know. I, I mean, that was it. That's, drop Dead. Oh, man, I couldn't tell you the name. Okay, I, I yeah, no I, I played that was. one for a while. I got stuck though. I got like stuck on one level, and I'm like, you know what? I'm done playing this. <laughs> yeah, I've had games so. like that. I I really mm -hmm. hate that feeling. I I'm I'm persistent though. I'll usually just keep keep trying until I figure it out, or I break something, or both. Right. 
Or but, both. Yeah, yeah both, both is definitely both. an option. Yeah, because horror, <laughs> horror stuff is usually my favorite genre of things. Like, most of the games I play are, are horror games or whatever. So, um, again, my my son, uh, my oldest son's stepdad was like, oh, you're going to love this one. And uh, that was what he fired up. I don't remember exactly what it was, though. And that was actually pretty cool. I just suck at VR, but it was, yeah, it was okay. okay. You know, Vader Immortal is a good one. Actually, you know, that was one. That was actually one of the notes I was going to ask you because I actually don't know this about you. Are you like a? Are, are you into any of the stars? Star Trek, Stargate, Star Wars, any of those? No? None. None. Okay. No. Well, where I was going with that was uh, there's a Oculus Quest series called Vader Immortal, which is actually an in-canon. Um, VR game about Darth Vader and let me just tell you standing toe to toe with Darth Vader that is one imposing dude like you see him on you see him on the screen it's just like oh yeah that's nice but then he like walks up to you and you're like Aah. is he like 8 feet okay. tall like, I don't no. even know he's no just... no he's he's like he's he's big he's a big dude uh, but yeah he's like 6'5 or something like that but still like <laughs> everybody's he just walks a big up. dude compared to me so <laughs> well that's fair um but you know he he just walks up to you and he's like so you have you have jedi powers and i'm like uh-huh <laughs> maybe and so like yeah so vader immortal is is a good one if you ever if you ever want to try it out um it's a it's a story based game so it's it's fun um, but you know what? We are, uh, we've been having a great conversation and we're, uh, coming up against the hour here. So that is about as long as I told you I would keep you on this live stream. We've got other stuff to talk about offline, but, um, but why don't we go ahead and start wrapping things up and let's just start with, um, let's roll out the red carpet for you. Where can, uh, where can people find you on the internets if they would be so inclined? Of course they'll be so inclined because you're awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Reviewgeek.com. <laughs> So, um, you can, you can find all of my work, but even more the work of all my fantastic writers, um, at reviewgig.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Summerson, um, on Instagram at C Summerson. Ooh, is it C Summerson or CM Summerson? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember I'll put a name. link in the show notes just in case. So. <laughs> it's uh, I think it's C Summerson. Um, but okay. it's, it's mostly go there only if you like bike stuff. Cause I literally only post my bike content there. That is, that is the only okay. thing I ever post on there. It is. Yeah. It's C Summerson. I just checked. So it's important yeah. to be siloed. So. Yeah. No, okay. bike content goes to Instagram. All my ramblings and other bullshit goes to Twitter. So gotcha. Well, that's, that's kind of what Twitter is for. That's so, why I love it. Um, yeah. And all your wing commentary, your boneless wing commentary goes straight to Slack. So it's, that's a true, that's a true story. I'm boneless fan. I'm a fan of boneless wings till the day I die. See, so am I. And, and those guys just need to grow up, right? They, they, yeah. They need to get over there. This, this, this bone in wing superiority is bullshit. That's just, yeah, you know what? I, I just, I don't want to have to work that hard for my food. Is, is that so much to ask? I'm with you, man. I'm 100% with you. You could call them fancy chicken nuggets or whatever the hell floats your boat, but I'm going to keep eating them. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Hell to the yeah on that one. Well, anyway, uh, Cameron, I just wanted to say thank you so much for coming on and chatting with us about beyond, for the uh, Beyond a Doubt show. We appreciate you taking time out to come on and, uh, you know, chat about uh, cycling and and, and and exercise trackers and why you fired me. I appreciate that. So. <laughs> Man, it was a blast. I had a good time. 
yeah, it was a great time. And uh, once again, I want to thank you for for coming on. And I want to thank everybody who tuned in to uh, tuned in live to watch this, and for everybody who's listening to the high quality feed later on on the podcast feed. I want to thank you for listening and for giving us the benefit of the doubt. <laughs>